Hello friends, it's Sean here and it is Tuesday, it is the 11th of July and I hope you are going great. Thank you for pressing play, thank you for inviting me into your day as we take the next step forward in the book of Isaiah. Now the beginning of Isaiah, this week in particular, you will hear a range of oracles, a range of prophecies that Isaiah shares. And these cover an enormous scope and serve as an introduction to the book as a whole. So you are going to hear Isaiah talking about all the judgment that is to come if Israel doesn't shape up and an invitation begging, begging God's people to come before God and worship him rather than all of these things playing out. In particular, what on earth do they do with the threat of this growing empire from the north who are threatening, threatening to take over? Well, let us find out. Let us read together Isaiah chapter 2. This is a vision that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and people from all over the world will stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God, There he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. His word will go out from Jerusalem. The Lord will mediate between nations and will settle international disputes. They will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation, nor train for war any more. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. For the Lord has rejected his people, the descendants of Jacob, because they have filled their land with practices from the east and with sorcerers as the Philistines do. They have made alliances with pagans. Israel is full of silver and gold. There is no end to its treasures. Their land is full of war horses. There is no end to its chariots. Their land is full of idols. The people worship things they have made with their own hands. So now they will be humbled and all will be brought low. Do not forgive them. Crawl into caves in the rocks, hide in the dust from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty. Human pride will be brought down and human arrogance will be humbled. Only the Lord will be exalted on that day of judgment. For the Lord of heaven's armies has a day of reckoning. He will punish the proud and mighty and bring down everything that is exalted. He will cut down the tall cedars of Lebanon and all the mighty oaks of Bashan. He will level all the high mountains and all the lofty hills. He will break down every high tower and every fortified wall. He will destroy all the great trading ships and every magnificent vessel. Human pride will be humbled and human arrogance will be brought down. Only the Lord will be exalted on that day of judgment. Idols will completely disappear. 
When the Lord rises to shake the earth, his enemies will crawl into holes in the ground. They will hide in caves in the rocks from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty. On that day of judgment, they will abandon the gold and silver idols they made for themselves to worship. They will leave their gods to the rodents and bats while they crawl away into caverns and hide among the jagged rocks in the cliffs. They will try to escape the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty as he rises to shake the earth. Don't put your trust in mere humans. They are as frail as breath. What good are they? Lord, we have so many options in our lives. What do we trust? What do we put our faith in? What do we listen to primarily? And you are so clear. Don't put our faith in all the possessions that we have that make our life so comfortable. Don't put our faith in the promises that people give to us. Those gilded-tongued people in our lives that tell us everything that they can do for us. Instead, you urge us to come before you, to trust in you, to place you at the center of our lives so that everything else rotates around you as our axis. God, we just place you in our axis around which our lives spin and turn through the fast-spinning days of Joy and gratitude and those slow spinning days of grief and pain and isolation. But all the while, let us have you as our axis. As we hear these words of Isaiah, we pray that you continue to speak to us so that we can hear not just the words of a prophet thousands of years ago, but we hear the word of the living God speaking into our lives today. You are marvelous and you transcend timelines and logic. And here you are. We love you and we worship you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. <laughs> 